Oh, you're second, bud. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined by my two rather burly co-hosts. To my right, it is the one, the only, the angry Uncle Sam. I hate fantasy football. And to my, you know what? You say you hate fantasy football. I'm the one who lost by one point this week. One fucking point. To my left, it is Mr. Zolo, Mike Palazzolo. PJ, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bruce, how's it going back there? It's fantastic. Out of way. We are ready to go on a beautiful Wednesday uh, with our cleanup show here for the week. We have a lot of stuff to talk about today for a Wednesday. Um, Shit's hitting the fan in real time with the Chicago Bears, by the way. Like, as we're speaking. I just saw an Adam Schefter. As we're speaking to you, the Bears are currently falling apart as an NFL organization, which is always great. Um, we love when Hallis Hall's on fire here in Detroit. Wait a second. Oh, it's not actually on fire. Might as well be. Might as well be. Anyways, um, we have some injury news to talk about today. Uh, obviously, if anybody found the uh, actual replay on Twitter of Nick Chubb's injury on Monday night, uh, that was... Interesting to say the least. I've seen worse. Yeah, but uh, I think we've seen the last of Nick. It was stupid that they didn't show it. Uh, I think that was dumb. We have a ton of Lions news today. Uh, We're going to give some fantasy thoughts. We are going to talk a little hockey later on in the show. Just for a second. Just for a second. There's a topic that I couldn't resist that we must touch on. Put your sweater on, Uncle Sam. Uh, and then preview some the Thursday night game because you won't hear from us before then. And then talk a little college football. Are you ready for college football? Talk? That's the compromise on the hockey talk. Well, you get to talk yeah, college I football. Mean, I, I think we've seen a lot of things in college football the, the last couple of weeks that nobody's really talked about. Exactly. We'll, so we'll start fitting it in on Wednesday. We're going to start doing that. We're going to talk about them. Our, we're, yeah, we'll wrap our Wednesday shows with some college talk. Uh, how's everybody's week going, Zolo? You having a good week? Getting there. Getting there. Almost game day. Uncle Sam? Terrific. Did you burn any wood today? Terrific. Yes, I did. You did? Yes. Wow. What'd you eat today? Nothing yet. You didn't have dinner before you came? No. Wow. No, last week I did and I suffered. Did you eat anything today, Zola? What was for lunch? Did you have a nice uh, lunch today? I got Jersey Mike's for the second time. (laughs) You did? See, Jersey Mike's for me, Jersey Mike's is currently my number one sub shop it's number one it's it's it blows subway out of the water yeah it's uh, quiz i don't even know if Quiznos is still in business they all hit differently at different times but nothing is better than jersey all the high people goes to quiznos ask see, bruce see i go to jimmy's a lot of people say jimmy's jimmy john's is, but jimmy i don't john's is dog i don't shit. fuck with the I've bread it's I it's, love the bread. it's dog it's shit but you when it's quick it yes, hits. if you need something in twelve minutes to your door, freaky it's fast. quick it and consistent. Freaky it's fast, very you're on the way, way to the toilet. Freaky the, fast. The problem I have with Jimmy John's is they put like one slice of meat. You go to Jersey Mike's, there is so yeah, but even way. their extra meat doesn't compare to Jersey Mike's normal meat. And then if you get Jersey Mike's double meat, there is so much fucking meat I, you can I, barely I, fit I'm it. Trying in your to mouth. figure out why we're talking about meat. It's tiffed meats. It all love talking about meats. Anyway, a nice smoked turkey. (laughs) Anyways, shall we start? You have any? You got anything to throw in there? Have you had Wong's Fu Wah lately? 
No, I haven't. Leon, if you're actually, watching, actually, shout out and, to Wong's food. No, I did that one day. I sent it to you, the picture. That was like a month and a half. Yeah, right? that's it. That's the last I, we time you out a lot no more, dude. I can't afford it. I'm fucking broke. Yeah, but I mean, Wong's food yeah, broke. I'm a, I'm a broke boy too. I'm broke. You know, all this uh, recession is mm -hmm. absolutely destroying me right now. Yeah, Lonnie knew. Where are you on the sponsorship? Yeah, I'm over here pumping your shit, Alani. Salute. You have an Aladdin today? No, I could. Go it's out. too late in the day for the Aladdin. Yeah, <laughs> the 5 p.m. Aladdin. Half the night pooping. Hey, this is no bullshit. This, you know, this is my third one today. This is my third you're, Aladdin. You, you're yeah, gonna, Al Aladdin is uh, you shitting your brains out in a little bit. It's yeah, Aladdin is absolute fucking monkey piss. <laughs> What flavor is that? Bomb pop? I, I don't know. It, you know what? It doesn't even matter. All Cosmic I know, All I know is it's fucking poison. That's all I know. All right. Let's get into it. Little Lions talk going on. So, if you are a Detroit Lions fan, I am sure you have heard the news by now. C.J. Gardner-Johnson torn pectoral uh, in the Seahawks game on Sunday. At, and Dan Campbell, he's out, came, he's out for the year. Well, Dan Campbell came out today and said that hopefully we'll see him again this year. A clean pec tear is three to four months. And from what we understand, according to Dan Campbell today, it's a clean pec tear. So okay. if he rehabs properly and some freak shit they, goes They got going, bigger injuries to worry about than him. Well, I agree. I agree as well. Decker. The Decker four thing months, scares the shit out of me. Four months from right now puts you at Christmas. Mm -hmm. So you'll see him the last two weeks of the season and through the playoffs when they win the division. Anyways, um, so David Montgomery's probably the most important one, maybe? Mm, I don't know. I think Decker. In, sh in short term, it's Decker. Yeah. In short term, it's Decker. Um. I don't know. In long term, I mean, we don't know how long it is on Josh Pascal. He's on IR. Yeah. Uh, the the big one is James Houston could be done for the year. Um, so and I, that's I a believe big one. I believe he's done for the year. It, there's a there's a bigger question. Um, they went in. They they overkept pass rushers, and they went in or they came out of camp with seven. They came out with Charles Harris, Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, the Oquaras is four, both of them. Five is Houston, six is Pascal. I'm missing one, but it, I thought well, it was Julian seven. is on IR. Oh, Kamiski, Kamiski. Julian yeah. started the season on Correct. IR. Uh, Kamiski was seven. So you're down to four. You're down to Charles Harris, who hasn't done anything. Aiden Hutchinson, who's done a lot, has nothing to show for it. Kamiski, who had a good game week one. I don't remember hearing his name yet uh, last week. You didn't hear anybody's name last week. And then Romeo Aquara, who I think has been inactive the first two weeks. You're out Houston, Julian Aquara's on IR, and you're out Pascal. Pascal did go on IR today as well. And I was an opponent of grabbing a pass catcher this off, or excuse me, a pass rusher this offseason. Um, I wasn't into that, but now all of a sudden, they they need interior linemen that can rush. That's been a problem. And now you're out three pass rushers. They got to make a deal. Am I off there? No, I agree with you a thousand percent. They have. To, there's got to be somebody, like somebody. You you need to get bodies in the door right now, because, I mean, who's the who's the guy outside of Aiden Hutchinson? And this is kind of like what I was talking about the other day. When I said they're they right now they're in the mindset that their pass rush is Aiden Hutchinson. There's nobody else really there for them. Like, 
the Romeo Aquara thing is the one that confuses me because essentially he was a healthy scratch for the first two weeks. So why are we, do we expect him to come in and actually do anything or play? Uh, their, their scheme is built for plug and play, but all you're doing like Aiden Hutchinson and Ali McNeil, I read were only missing from four snaps on Sunday. All you're doing when you're keeping these guys on the side is you're, you're not they're not going to be fresh you know you're more susceptible to injuries you're more susceptible to issues and if you're not fresh that doesn't help what you're trying to do and then a, a whole other thing in itself is did, did Isaiah Bugs play on on Sunday was he even in there or I don't remember hearing his name either that's too I didn't hear I anybody's heard. name on Sunday to be honest with you that's true. none of their defensive line guys had any kind of I don't know so I think Brad Holmes is is really good at his job but it begs the question, why didn't any of this get assessed? Why why is this all getting put off? Um, so, yeah, Isaiah Bugs has no stats on the year. No stats. He hasn't played. So, he so played the first game. Your, your biggest hole on the team, um, which, by the way, the, the one area, I think they're going to be fine without C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Not fine. You're losing a pretty good player. But Tracy Walker is more than capable. And we've seen what he could do. It's just a matter of how quick he can get up to speed post ACL, um, and he's not as gonna he's not as helpful and beneficial in run stop as CJ Gardner Johnson. As CJ Gardner Johnson's good at snuffing out run plays and getting in there, so you miss that element. But from a secondary standpoint, I think they're going to be fine. I think they should be fine at running back, mainly because what's going on with Montgomery isn't going to be long term. Um, but but this whole defensive line thing is a problem uncle sam i'm kind of with you on decker but they would have put him on ir if it was a big issue i just they think didn't last year either though i know he's just and coming along that's slow. drawn out for six weeks he's coming along slow but i think yeah. they have enough enough depth at tackle and you can move sewell over sewell was he was hard on himself for on sunday but coming into a new position he was outstanding he was he was still pretty good the left side of the line wasn't the problem uh big v could be an issue like that's he he didn't that could practice be a big one. the d the d line can be can be you can overcome that but you're going to have to change a little bit of philosophy on 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 your defense you can bring pressure from other other avenues to make it to make these guys get home mm -hmm. that 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 can be fixed through there as far as going out getting a free agent at this point i don't i don't even know who's out there that's even relevant i don't think it's a free agent i think they'd have to make a trade so they, they would probably have to trade i saw someone. one name today that they were linked to and it was Derek barnett and that's, i don't know if that really i i wouldn't even go there that's not good enough because you I don't want Derek barnett's enough. not even a uh, the third best pass rusher on his team. Well, I mean, granted, he's on the Eagles, and they have. I just said he's not even the third best pass rusher on his team. Man, they could really use Jalen Carter right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the offensive line. Bad. Okay. the The reason why I might say that I think David Montgomery is the most significant one is because we just saw what kind of effect it had on their offense after he left the game. And granted, that goes hand in hand with with. With De I mean, the Decker thing, now, who did they sign? What was it, Zonovan Knight? They signed him to the 53-man? Yeah. Well, and, he was on I, the practice squad. Right. They brought him and on. And he could be a capable. I'm I'm not worried. If if Jameer Gibbs comes along Gibbs like he should. Gibbs be fine. They just need to give him the fucking ball. And, and on top of that, Reynolds did a really good job filling in last year when there was a game where both, if I remember correctly, a, a game where both Swift and Williams and Jamal Williams were out last year, and they were rolling with – 
Jamar Jefferson and, and Reynolds. And, uh, yeah, but at that point, out. their offensive line was back intact. I, I'm, I'm. If you remember that, I'm worried about long, like the injuries. But I, I think they're, I think they're short term, and I like their depth at at line right now. I, I like them the rebound. I just want to go back to the pass rush. You nailed something on the pass rush. Um, Dan Campbell kind of painted the picture on what they're doing wrong. From that regard, n- number one, they're not winning their one on one battles. He said. Which is key because if you're in a one-on-one and you beat it, it should be just you and the quarterback. And they're losing a lot of one-on-ones. Number two, they're not transitioning from run stop and run protect to pass protect. And if you don't transition violently or quick enough, that split second could be enough time for the quarterback to get the ball off. And what the Seahawks were doing is they were running a bunch of misdirection to kind of throw off both the linebackers and the D-line to buy Geno Smith some time to make plays happen, whether it be a slant to the opposite side of the misdirection or a run play. And number three, they're overcommitting. This was this is apparently a big problem with Charles Harris. They're overcommitting on the pass rush. And when you overcommit and all of a sudden you're rushing, you're you're intensely rushing, you're past the quarterback, all that does is create a lane for the quarterback to take off and make a play. And I think if they clean up two they got, out of those. They've got to stay in their lanes. Yeah, stay in There's their lanes. lanes. Uh, defensive line, it's all about lanes. They're not staying in their lanes. And this is the pro. That's an issue. I've seen it more than one time on Sunday. They're not staying in their lanes. You can't just come flailing your arms through there and, you know, and everybody's like, oh, my God, look at him. And guess what? He ain't doing anything. He's running in circles. So, but if you don't keep your lane, that's when the quarterback can step up into the pocket and go right past you. So you're you're 100% correct on that. Tell me if you agree or, or disagree. I think most of those fixes right there, which would be really beneficial to what they're trying to do, I think most of those fixes are quick fixes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, here's, your, here's your quick fix. Strop. Stop dropping your fucking linebackers back to cover receivers. Stop it. Just stop. You want them to cover the flats? I get it, dude. Stop having your linebackers going fucking 15, 20 yards downfield. That's a joke. That's a fucking joke. And please, one of you guys cover a tight end. Please. Please. Is there anybody who is starting to, to get kind of worried about, I won't say the season, but who's starting to worry about this Atlanta game. 100%. And possibly, who do they play in week four? It's the Packers. They're in Green Bay. Yeah, like those are really I'm, I'm more worried about the Atlanta game because I got a feeling they're going to get fucking exposed. Well, I don't think it's going to be exposed. I don't think oh, they're going to yes. get ran out Ex- of the building. Exposed. But, well, you think it's going to be like the Patriots game was last I, year? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I, I remember the game with Carolina. And all I'm going to tell you is this. If Atlanta comes out and and they can run the football, if they come out and they're committed to running the football, it's going to be a long fucking day for the Lions. So so I I disagree because run stop has not been a problem for the Lions. Kenneth Walker was not great. I mean, he had some goal line snaps where he got in the end zone from a fantasy standpoint he was. But Kenneth Walker was not great. On Sunday, yeah. and on top of that, the week before, Pacheco did nothing. I think this defense has no issues with run stopping, and their linebackers, as bad as they were in coverage on Sunday, they all graded high in run protect. Including Derek Barnes had a career day at run protect. He was one of the best run stoppers. Yeah, six in the tackles. That's that's a fucking hell of a game right there. <laughs> um, 
It's so, not Bobby Wagner. It's not Bobby, Bobby Wagner. Wagner at 19 tackles. It's not Bobby Wagner, but for someone that isn't on the field full time, and then yeah. and that, this is actually why they drafted Jack Campbell is to stop the run. He's an off-ball linebacker. He's. I think you're going to see. This will be the test. Yeah, this is what they need to do with. I agree with you. I'll tell you what they need to do with Jack Campbell. He's six five, dude. Let it, let him play end. Bring him up the middle. Bring him on the edge. Bring him. Bring him. Blitz him. Let him get to the quarterback. He's very athletic. He's long. Let him rush the fucking passer. That way you got two Aiden Hutchinsons out there instead of one. So so I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm with you on, on being worried. I'm not even looking ahead to Green Bay because you got they're, they're two if you're two and oh in the NFL, it matters. There's a reason Correct. for it. Very rarely does does a two and oh start, even if they haven't played anybody, and I don't think Atlanta's played anybody. Very rarely does a two and oh start not mean something. Um, so they're they're good. They're gonna. It's gonna be a competitive game. It's for sure gonna be physical. It's gonna be one in the trenches. The the difference I think in this one is is I don't think Atlanta's D is that good, and they kind of got lit up by Jordan Love. And I like this Lions offense, despite no David Montgomery, despite all the issues on the offensive line right now. I still think yeah, they're equipped they, to do guess some what? big things. Green Bay couldn't run the ball. The Lions will be able AJ to. AJ Dillon didn't to, do shit last week. The Lions will manage to run the ball, I think, in this Listen, one. I Jameer think it will Gibb, be improved. Jameer Gibb, if he doesn't get the ball at least 25 times in this game, there's something fucking wrong. But that, that doesn't that, mean I'm not then worried. Then you got to start taking a look at your GM. I don't think and you're why gonna... you would waste a 12th overall pick on a guy you don't trust to do 25 fucking. I don't think there's a the chance game. in hell you see. Jameer Gibbs get 25 touches this week. He better. He might have he to. Better. He might have to. He might have to. He might. He's he's going to, I don't know about 25 touches, but he's got to be on the field more. He has to be on the field more. Amon Ross St. Brown mispracticed today, by the way. Passing or rushing. I think you're going to have the Craig Reynolds show this weekend. I really do. Up up the middle, yeah. I yeah. do think so. I think you're going to have the Craig Reynolds show this yeah, well, weekend. Craig Reynolds didn't do anything last week. I'm he had aware. a few carries. It was stuffed on every They're going to attempt to give you the Craig Reynolds show this weekend. I just trust this team in the trenches to make the corrections. The same the same problem, similar problems happened last year, especially with the pass rush. And I think that there's enough corrections to be made to where they can fix it. And I'm not guaranteeing wins, but I think you're going to see a much improved and a little bit more disciplined Lions team on Sunday. And they need it because you can easily lose this scenario next right now. If they drop this fucking game Sunday here, then they got to go to Lambeau. You drop that game, guess what? It's done. I'm no, gonna be honest I'm with you. Not, I, I'm not I, I think it's fucking that. over at that point. You're you're that's that puts you three games down in the division. Well, that's depending on what conference. the other teams do though. I'm because sorry? that's depending what the other teams do. Because I then, then Chicago Bears aren't winning behind shit. like last year. Okay, but hold on. That's not a, you come out of that Green Bay game and play Carolina and Tampa. Okay. Well, hold Carolina's on. And I, I wouldn't careful. call either one of those gimmies. Be careful with t- with Tampa, but Carolina, I think, I actually do think is a gimme at the moment. Carolina and Tampa are gimmies. Um, and then you play Baltimore and then Vegas on Monday night at home. If you don't beat Vegas on Monday night at home, and then you go into the bye week. Oh, yeah. And after that, you're going to get some of these guys back. The, I'm not worried. Okay. I'm worried about the Atlanta game. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm worried I'm, about I'm just them saying, losing you to drop Atlanta. Atlanta, then you got to go to Green Bay. That's not that's not that's not what it used they, to be. They could be it's looking good, at one and three, but I I disagree on the your your looking back point. You're you're still you lost a bad game, and you're tied in the division. And a lot of those teams in your division still have the tough part of their schedule ahead. They still have to play the Chiefs, and on top of that, I just don't. I mean, I don't. Of course, Chicago's out of the picture. 
I don't think the Vikings are that good, and their schedule is not going to cooperate. It's Green Bay you got to worry about. You're right. going to get healthier at some point, and your second half of the year is a lot easier than your first half of the year. And, of course, the Monday night one doesn't help, but you're going to get two shots at Chicago after the bye. You're going to get a shot at Green Bay at home after the bye. Um, you have Denver, who I think is bad. There's going to be more to like as they get healthier, but I, I'm with you guys. I'm 100% in agreement. I'm not hitting the panic button, but they really need – it's it's not an easy game anymore, and they really need that game on Sunday. I agree. I agree. I agree. I, agree. I think they need them both. All, all I'm saying is this: dude, be nice to have you both. drop those two games, that then there's going to be a lot of soul searching. Well, if they that. lose yeah. to Atlanta, if you're talking from the aspect of the fans and like the hype train that's going for the Lions right now, yeah. if they lose to Atlanta this weekend, you're it's gonna you're gonna see the whole thing collapse amongst like. The fair weathers and the media and the hype train, that's all done. So if they want to hold on to and that, I, I actually you think that's the best thing Atlanta that could happen to them at this and, point. And they said that. So, uh, Sewell has said it, and Dan Campbell said it. It's good to get a little humble pie. And, and maybe that loss was good for them to light a fire under their ass after See, everything I, that I, went I, to their heads from I beating don't the Chiefs. Care, dude. Dan Campbell better listen to me. Either riverboat it or get the fuck out because that, that's to the point where I'm at. Don't second guess yourself. Stay to your, stay true to yourself. Go for it. I'm I heard his one. little interview. I heard his fucking excuses. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to yourself and who you are. Keep going for it. Don't fucking lackadaisically lose a game because you're going to decide. Well, you know what? I didn't get the first down, so you know what? Maybe we'll just stop. Stop. Be but before stop. we move on, I want to say something. I know you have something to say, too, but I want to get something out there. The advanced analytics are saying that no coach has added more value to his team's games by going for risky decisions this year than Dan Campbell. There's you know a, that. There's a statistic. I know that. And, I, and I'm with you. I don't mind the blown fourth down. I don't mind it. No, I don't no, mind I don't. anything. Don't. One of them you should have got. One of them you didn't get. Um, it, what bothers me is that you didn't commit to that and you let it come down to a coin toss. And yes. I would have been. Knowing, we, we talked knowing about it your defense hasn't been able to stop them Agreed. all fucking day. And then going back to last That's year. That's the thing that bothers me. It's all day and it Same goes back thing. to last year too. So I would have felt much better if they had gone for it and missed it as opposed to we're going to settle for this field goal and let a coin toss go and, and not going to stop in overtime and, and losing Listen, to a coin toss. If they can't toss. get to Desmond Ritter this week, now Desmond Ritter can move if he has to. He can run. But their receiving core is, has been eh, okay? Their offensive line isn't a juggernaut, but they have two very good running backs that will gash their ass. Here's the problem. If they cannot Nothing get like a, a good ass gashing. Eh? Ass gashing. <laughs> If they can't get some kind of pass rush on Ritter, it's going to be a long fucking day. It's going to be a long day, and they're going to have to try to stop the run shorthanded on defense, and, and that does not paint a good picture for them. It really doesn't. Uh, and they're fucking going to be at home. Agreed, but oh. I just want to say I truly believe that that's going to be – I think that's going to be improved. I cut you off three times. What were you going to – you had something to say. No, the only things I was going to say were um, – I think that going taking this completely full circle and going back to the question you asked when you introduced, when you first started talking about the Lions, did Brad Holmes do enough this offseason? No. No, because you, if you want to draft Gibbs, that's fine, right? I'll give you the pass on that. Don't draft Jalen Carter or whatever. But there were so many opportunities for him to go out this offseason 
and get some top-tier, serious defensive line help, and they didn't really prioritize. You remember, when this draft came up, what did we say? Uh, one of two guys should have went at that sixth spot. Who was it? If uh, Jalen Carter wasn't there, who did I say they should take? If Carter, John Robinson. B. John Robinson. Yeah. I said that. I said it from the beginning. If you're not going to fucking take Jalen Carter, you better take B. John Robinson. That was the sexy pick. He was the best back in the draft. We knew that. But the- I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about specifically the defensive front. There were so many guys out there this offseason that moved around, right? Yeah. I mean, there were times we were talking about, should they work out Yannick Ngakwe and bring somebody like that in, right? Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of guys who were connected to here, too. And we didn't yeah, pursue that's, that. Yeah, that's the bad thing. We didn't pursue That's the bad thing. Should we move on? Anything to add before we move on from the hometown team? I've said my piece. Anything to add before we move on from no. the Lions? Bruce, do you have anything? Fucking A. Okay. Uh, I, I have to deviate from our script here a little bit because um, there's been some breaking news. Uh, an insider has leaked that Kim Kardashian oh God. and Odell Beckham Jr. have been, quote-unquote, going on dates, are hanging out, and are getting to know one I another. thought it was fucking Tom Brady. Didn't, did we talk about this or no? I thought I said no. No, we didn't talk about the Beckham Kim K. It used, I thought it, it was, was Tom Brady. It, it was Tom Brady for he was a second. Next, he was Here's the next, best part. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Here's the best part is they were they were linked at the same party that she was linked to Tom Brady to. Michael it all it all, all roads always lead to, to Michael, Michael Rubin's white, white party. party. Every year. Yep. Everything yeah. always goes back to the Mike party. I don't know party. anything about fashion and don't care about any of that. It's not I about fashion. They're wearing any, white the entire time. Anybody hear about the little uh escapade that happened on DraftKings? About the payout? What? The payout. I don't know what you're talking about. DraftKings. I don't know what you're talking about. DraftKings had had put a a wager out about uh, every team had to kick a field goal in Sunday's games, and they did. And they lost like $20 million or some shit like that. I didn't hear anything about that. It's a big panic thing. Uh, It didn't only happen with them. I mean, it happened with them the money-wise because the odds were ridiculous. It was like 2,000 to one. NFL field goal bets lead to $20 million DraftKings payout. Whatever. They'll get it all back. That's more interesting than Kim Kardashian. They'll get it back on the Thursday night game. And it's some other relationship news. (laughs) Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey is being linked to singer Taylor Swift. And his brother today said that he believes they are dating. Well, if his brother said it, I believe it. I, I mean, Jason Kelsey's actually a good dude. Uh, he's a real dude. He's not a punk like his brother. You kind of look like Jason Kelsey, you but, sorry? but without hair. You if, look like Jason Kelsey, but without hair. This is what I, Jason I Kelsey looked like in 20 years. Yeah, this is Jason Kelsey yeah. 20 years down the road. Yeah. Um, when I was 30, I had hair too. Some more injury news. Let's talk about the Nick Chubb injury. Uh, I mean, my God, does it seem like a lot of these guys are just so fucking banged up right now? Like... Do you, do you remember a more violent start to the year? No, I really don't. Injuries all around. And then on top of that, Yeah, there's... but you know what? If you look at all these injuries, nothing has been out of the ordinary beside the the Nick Chubb one. That... I mean, everything else, I, I mean, even uh, what's his name? 
the guy, the quarterback you guys are high on, Richardson, his head bounced off the ground. Well, yeah, but the Chubb one was a freak one. That was a freak injury. I mean, his leg just fucking. Yeah. The only one I seen worse than his leg. Willis McGahee's injury in the national championship game against Ohio State was worse than that. Well, because everyone was watching it. That's yeah. like the, that's and like the Kevin Ware one. There was no cutting that out. That's like Kevin Ware from Louisville when they were in the Elite Eight. It's the same thing because everyone was watching it. And then back then, the Willis McGahee one was a big deal because ACLs were still a death sentence in, yeah. in the early 2000s. Now you come back from Tommy John surgery or an ACL surgery, and even Achilles, uh, most of the time these guys come back better than they were before. Um, so I I feel for Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. I have a, a friend. Uh, why am I having a stroke right now? <laughs> I have a friend from Cleveland that's a huge Browns fan, and he was like, Nick Chubb is the most important Brown of my lifetime, and he's the most consistent and just a good dude. So he was feeling like he was just feeling it really bad. But uh, Ford came in and ran great. They got Kareem Hunt now. Um, I thought the Browns kind of choked the game away, and there's still an issue. Are we, are we recapping Monday Night Football now? Could I do that? Yeah. I thought the Browns choked the game away. I thought um, they did as well. And that was against – is Pittsburgh looking worse and worse? They might have a Deshaun Watson issue. Um, but, they do uh, have a Deshaun Watson issue. And you want to know what the biggest ass burner about that Deshaun Watson issue is? The fact that Baker fucking Mayfield is 2-0 and right now. Yeah. That's fucked that, up, baby. And costs $220 million less. Yeah, that's bad. And supposedly there's, there's a theory – I'll have to find it, but there's a theory that Deshaun Watson has a Twitter burner and he was going through and bashing people on Twitter with his burner account immediately after the game. I, I saw that. Been getting well, yeah. I, I will say this as one who did watch it. And he was under – a tremendous amount of pressure. You know what? And and uh, I mean, my man was running for his life, almost as bad as Zach Wilson. And I and their their de- offensive line is supposed to be better than the Jets. I don't think so. Listen to me. Let's just let's call a spade a spade here. All right. Deshaun Watson is not good anymore. Deshaun Watson is not what he was five years ago. At the end of the day, him and Kenny Pickett's stat line was almost identical. And Kenny Pickett was bad. I think I think a lot of Pittsburgh's problems, by the way, are they just really can't establish the run and they really can't protect him. And again, that's a franchise that I, I trust to figure that out. They got two pretty decent backs. I think they'll figure that out at some point. Because um, they're yeah, getting Jalen Warren impressed me. Jalen uh, Warren's really good. Jalen Warren's good. And Najee had some good runs. He's just not. I think he's not where Steelers fans. He he's a four yard security guy. Always been one. That's good. You can win games with yeah, that. Yeah, you can win games. I would love to have him here running in between the tackles. Yeah. Call Mike Tomlin. That's a sore Call subject for us Michigan fans. I'll take Najee Harris here. He was supposed to come here. Uh, also, the Browns did sign Kareem Hunt today uh, to kind of pick up where Nick Chubb left off. But Jerome Ford ended Monday night with a great stat line, 16 for 106. Yeah, I, mean, I think, I think you'll or, see him start this week's game coming here. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, the, they, work, they said uh, that. Hunt in. Stefanski said not even. Stefanski yeah. said this is the guy. Ford's the guy, but we're you know we're happy to have Kareem back and he's going to have a role. But but this is the guy. Uh, I don't know what the Steelers are doing with their running game. I I, I I mean it's not. Do you trust that they'll figure it out? No, I'm kind of getting towards the point where I I'm. It, it's I was high on the Steelers. All right. I'm not high on either of these teams right now. I was higher on the Steelers than I was on the Browns, but I mean, 
it just doesn't look like they have that much outside of George Pickens right now. Follow-up question. Do you think it's a personnel problem, which I think your comment just said that. I disagree because I think they got a lot of good pass catchers, but do you think it's a personnel problem, or are you in the Steelers fan camp, and do you think that Matt Canada is the issue, their offensive coordinator? I think it's I think it's a Matt Canada issue. I think it's a coaching issue overall, but I also think that we're at this point now with Najee Harris where it's like there's a there's got to be something else there because we saw points where he was really good and now it's we're just not they're not giving him the carries when he gets the carries he doesn't do anything very spectacular he's not spectacular it's just that's the problem it's just not like it's just not there for me right now <coughs> and, and Kenny Pickett didn't look great Najee Harris is Jamal Williams I'm starting to think that way too yeah. And then we heard all this talk about how Jalen Warren. We heard all this talk about how Jalen Warren was going to take his job, and Jalen Warren doesn't even look good. In the limited Actually, amount I, of time, I disagree I had, with that. I think, I think they good. both had flashes. I'm with you, Uncle Sam. I think Jalen Warren's had flashes. I think Najee's had flashes this year. I truly just don't know. They need to refigure out their scheme in the trenches. I think that their offensive line might be the issue, and who knows? Maybe their maybe their play calling is very one dimensional, and Matt Canada's jeopardizing them but i i disagree because i've seen flashes out of both they both had massive runs on monday they just didn't turn into anything it just it that was one of the honest to god i think i was more that's a divisional game it's a hard-fought game god here we go if what? End, I thought that was the best okay, game. Okay, look, here we go. Let's stop. That's, this is that's one you of your do. go-tos. This is his go-to. Game. No, it's yeah, it was a physical game. But at the end of the day, you have every fucking Browns fan everywhere talking about how Jesus H. Watson is the savior, and all everybody all off season we had such high expectations for Kenny Pickett, and through two weeks, both of them look like dog shit. That wasn't. Yes, I get it. It was a divisional game, and it was hard hitting, and it was tough. At the end of the day, it's an eighty degree night at the fucking beginning of September. All right, I don't want to hear about the divisional game shit. When it's eighteen degrees and there's two feet of snow on the ground in Pittsburgh for the next game or Cleveland, wherever it wasn't, then you can sit there and do your divisional. Let's game hear play. it. He's got something in the chamber. You look at the roster of the Cleveland Browns. Oh, the fuck. roster of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Both of those teams are better than the Detroit Lions. Oh, wow. From let's, top to bottom. Let's talk in a few weeks. Okay, where? Top to bottom. You first name one first. player You name one player better than T.J. Watt on the Detroit Lions. Okay, that's one player. Okay, that's one, that's one, one guy. Okay. That's one guy. Well, I, and, uh, I, would take, I would take Jared Goff over both starting quarterbacks. 100%. I'll agree with that. Okay, I would take our running back core when healthy over what they have right now. I'd take Amonra St. Brown over any, over any of those. Any I, of you just said pressures. healthy. Okay, would you take the Cleveland okay, I'll Browns take running Chubb. backs over Detroit's right now? Right now? I would. Right now? Yep. I would take Detroit's running backs over Cleveland I would. at this moment. I would take Cleveland's. I would take Detroit's receiving core over who? Over both. Wait, really? you're, you're David Montgomery owner. Really? I, Listen, I like David Montgomery. I told you he that. was he was magnificent for t- including Sunday. Magnificent. magnificent would have been a hundred yards in the first half. Well, well, he got injured. He was at sixty three when he got injured in the, at the beginning of the third quarter. Here's my problem. I'm telling you right now. I, I think the, top to bottom, both of those teams have better defenses than Detroit. No, they don't. Far You're none. just wrong. Bullshit. You're fucking Bullshit. wrong. What? Bullshit. Who's in Pittsburgh secondary that compares to C.J. Gardner-Johnson and Tracy Walker? Uh, the dude that fucking what, Patrick Peterson? Patrick McAfee Patrick's better than anybody on the He's dead. Line. He's not dead. Yeah, he is. He's fucking dead right now. No, he's not. Yes, he is. 
It's he's awful. fucking dead. It's, that was dead? the worst. Honest to God. He's fucking dead. That's what, the what worst fucking Irish right you now. You sound like Emrico Cream Pie. Shut up before you feel the back of me hand. <laughs> Give me Lions tight ends over both of these teams' tight ends. I'm sorry? I'll take Sam Laporta over Fryermuth and Njoku. Right, right now, I'm, I'm No questions that. asked. I, I don't agree with that. I'll take Amon Ra over Amari Cooper and George Pickens. 100%. No questions Say that asked. again? Amon Ra over your little fucking over fuck who? boy, Amari Cooper and George Absolutely Pickens. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. You're out of your mind. I'm, I'm not out of my mind. I'm, yes, you are. I'm speaking You're totally truth. out of your mind right now. So I'm gonna let it go. It's all the. It must be all the Aladdin you've been drinking. Back to the injuries. Oh, by the way, did anyone? I didn't even watch because I got out of here late. I didn't even watch any I of Panthers. Back. It I'm was, sorry, it Pan- was, Panthers Saints. Did you? Yes, I did watch it. It was about as bad as. Do you, you have anything to say? What, what are you gonna say? I mean, I mean the pan the Panthers are a young team. They're gonna have a lot of bumps in the road. They're dog shit. Okay, they it, played a team that, that's I didn't think very this solid happen. defensively, and he actually had a pretty good game. They're dogs. Who, Bryce Young? Yeah, they're dogs. I, I didn't think the Panthers would be. Defense. I didn't think the Panthers would be this bad um, through two weeks. It's something yeah. that I'm wrong about. And then something that we were right about is that division on the rise. There's three two and zero teams in that division, and then one zero and two yeah. team. And um, I, yeah, I. And who would have thought that the three and zero teams that uh, the two and zero teams in that division. Everybody was picking them to finish at the bottom outside New Orleans. Not everybody. Oh, I think you, you were you high had, on both. You had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers finishing first. No, I had the Tampa you had Bay finishing dead last. I had the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers shit. finishing absolute dead last, but I had right. New Orleans and Atlanta separated winning that division by one game. Okay. Okay? And at the end of the day, you're fucking wrong again. I don't know what you're on today, but that was an awful take. The Carolina My takes are Panthers, never awful. The Carolina Panthers... In this, right now, look like the worst team in football. There's a theory that they can't run the ball in goal situations because they can't run QB sneaks because he's too small. He's 5'10", 200 pounds. And there's a theory that they can't work they, that They into would the be stupid to do that with him. Well, you need a quarterback that can run QB sneaks. That's Dude, he had 150 uh, you, you need a pass. fucking running back that can do some damage. Well, Miles Sanders has looked lackluster. Bryce Young... They're not giving him any opportunity their, to throw the ball down the field. Their offensive line does not look good. Their, their fucking receivers are awful. They're, they're aw- Adam Thielen's awful. Jonathan Mingo's not bad. Like, Chark, you could tell he was still hurt. Like, it's just not – they're just not there. It's not clicking for him. They're not there. They're, they, they looked – It's early. Like you said, look, it's early. They look worse than Arizona right now. Yes. I'll agree with that. On yep. the other side of that, the Saints – I, they got they got real sexy this weekend with Taysom Hill again. It was cute. You didn't watch. Neither of you watched it. I, I, I saw one I Taysom Hill it. highlight. Taysom Hill got real cute. Uh, they yes. they didn't use Jamal Williams at the goal line. They gave it to Tony Jones Jr. Well, he's injured. I think Jamal Williams. He got banged up. He got banged up in that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alave looked okay at best. They didn't really need to throw the ball much to win that game. They yeah, I, I don't Michael think Thomas the, has been solid, man. I don't I don't want to put the it's early, of course, but same drill. I don't think they've played anybody. I don't think Tennessee and and I know you're gonna just come at me right now. I don't think Tennessee and Carolina are, are marquee wins. Um I'm not putting the Saints in the Bucks Falcons conversation yet. Um so I want to see how that division plays out a little bit, especially with the injuries. Who knows? Maybe things get better when Kamara comes back. Um, but right now, I'm not really feeling the Saints, and I'm pleased I didn't watch that game. You should be. It was awful. Um, r- real quick, on on the running backs, especially after Chubb, 
I want to reopen that summer conversation on the running backs not getting paid properly. It's crazy that we're a month and we're two weeks into the season, and both the running backs are correct that they are completely underpaid, and management for these teams is also correct that why should we pay you if you're just going to get injured? Saquon is out, Chubb, Chubb is out, David Montgomery's right. out, Jamal Williams is out, Austin Eckler is out. Who else? Aaron Jones. Who am I missing? Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones out. is out. Who I know I'm missing some. I know. Ah, uh, Jesus. It, the Christian list. McCaffrey's still playing for this week. Uh, good for him. Um. I there's there's we, other lower there's Cam other lower Cam running well, back. There's lower end running back injuries that aren't as that aren't JK as important. Dobbins. Dobbins out. Yeah. And it's just season. it's crazy because like you wanna you wanna empathize with the running backs like of course they need to get paid more but from a this is how we run the team perspective like why would you invest in a position that's just gonna explode and I think it's further I think it's further proof that unless you have that pass catching back that's gonna do damage it doesn't matter um, you 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 if you're between the tackles running back you're bound to get injured your career is bound to be short and why should we pay a guy who's not going to be as effective in five or six years that's just the way the tape goes these days i don't know dude i come from an era where pounding the football was yes but that was was they don't essential. Do that anymore it was essential every team had a running back that would have over a thousand yards and 10 touchdowns every team well, back then, and that was more physical than today. But back then, these guys would probably get hurt and just not give a fuck. They were playing hurt. Guys, guys were playing. I mean, you could also do a lot more then. You could just take a bunch of fucking Percocet and just call it a and team. walk out. Put there. on your pert. You don't think they do that now? Game? I, not not as much as they used oh, to. Stop. All these kids are juiced. Uh okay. Moving on. <laughs> Can we talk about the Chicago Bears? Yeah, because uh, big piece of news out of Chicago. Uh, they've cut quarterback Nathan Peterman. <laughs> so what I'm gathering from this piece of Chicago's news is that Peanut Tillman is an FBI informant. Excuse me? Peanut Tillman. Charles Peanut Tillman. Okay. Former Bears player is an agent for the FBI. Okay. And essentially, he informed the Bears' upper management, including uh, the head coach, Eber Flus, and <clears throat> GM, all the upper management, that their defensive coordinator's house is being raided currently by the FBI. There's there's Who's other their things. Defensive coordinator. So he's, he's since stepped down while we were doing this he show. He quit. It's Alan Williams. In the last half hour. It, he resigned this morning, but it came out while we were doing the show. There were also theories that Hallis Hall was re, was raided today. It was not. Um, but uh, hit, apparently his home was raided. The league is not involved in it, and they weren't going to do anything unless they heard from authorities. Um, Ian Rappaport is saying Peanut Tillman is not involved whatsoever in this matter, but who knows? And this is just a, a thing on a long list of things that's gone down with the that Chicago Bears. Crazier shit. Um, the, things are bad. Fields, 
this morning said where the, they asked him where the issue lies with how he's playing right now, and he said coaching. He since had to rescind. <laughs> he had to uh, rescind that comment and come out with a whole statement and how it wasn't coaching and how he needs to be accountable. Um, starting left tackle Braxton Jones has been placed on injury reserve with a neck injury. Is very likely out for the entire oh, year. Man. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, it's just all coming to shit all together at once in Chicago. And as someone that saw this coming a long time ago, especially with no, their you were quarterback. Just no, I I knew Justin Fields. His prayers have been answered. I knew Justin. I've been saying. I've been you committed. know what? I, I talk about uh, Purdy, and you guys are fucking on. Purdy my back. wins games. Bullshit. Air. Uh, put Justin Fields on the San Francisco Forty oh, Nine. He, he can't throw the ball. Yeah, who's what's he? He can't throw the ball. Put Justin Field on the San Francisco 49ers. They win a Super Bowl. Two running backs in the oh backfield is fine. When you got God. Debo and three McCaffrey. Running back. Back. He's a running okay. back, But when too. you put three running backs in there with Fields, that's, three's a crowd three's on that company, one. Three's company, yeah. I, no, I disagree on that. I think Justin Fields is hot garbage. Because Justin they Fields. spent their whole offseason building around him, and they have nothing to show for it. They I got news for you starter. right now. Right now, Chicago's in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Yeah, 100%. They have the Panthers pick, too, and they're going to finish dead near last. Somewhere near last. Brent, they could what are you going to do when Brad Holmes signs uh, your boy Justin Fields in the fucking backup quarterback position for it's, the Detroit it's Lions? It's not happening. And not only that, I don't think, like, it's not a quick fix on Fields. I don't think that there's some situation they could throw him in where he'll be better. I truly believe that he is just bad. And and I don't think like we're th- there's all this hype around him because there's fantasy hype. He rushed for 1,100 yards last. Correct. Year. That's where that came from. I've been saying for two years because I watched him. If he has to play from behind, it will be very bad for the Chicago Bears because he cannot make the throws that an NFL quarterback needs to make. And here we are, 0 and 2 with losses to the Bucks and a really bad loss to the Packers, and he does not look good. And you want to know what the best part about it is? The Bears go into Arrowhead this week at 4.30. <laughs> Thank God I got Trevor Lawrence and, or uh, what's his name, Patty Mahomes and Travis Can, Kelsey. Hold on. Can we do something real quick here? I want to go down the Bears' schedule coming up, and I want you guys to tell me if they win or Hold on. Let games. me get my popcorn. At Kansas City. Loss. At home against Denver. I think Denver's uh, we'll a dumpster fire, and the we'll Bears see. might be fired up. I'm going to say loss to start, though. At Washington. Probably a loss. At home against Minnesota. Loss. At home against Vegas. Oh, that's another close one. They At, might be able to get two or three of these games. At might, the char- two. two. I'll give them I'll two get, I'll so give far. you two. Yeah. At the Chargers. Loss. It's a shootout. They'll lose that. At New Orleans. I don't know. I'm looking for Staley. New Orleans plays. New Orleans plays. Staley will be gone. New Orleans is one of the top five best defenses in the league. I, I think they, they lose in New Orleans. At home against Carolina. I'll that, give it to them. That could be a fun that. one. I'll give them. That could <laughs> be maybe a fun four. The, the doo-doo bowl? Maybe the four. The doo-doo bowl. Doo-doo bowl 2023. I'm um, watching that one. At Detroit. Loss. At Minnesota. Loss. At home against Detroit. Loss. At Cleveland. Loss. At home against Arizona. Ooh, doo-doo bowl part two. <laughs> the reckoning. At hey, ho- Kyler Murray be back by then. Yeah, he should be. He might be. He should be. At home against Atlanta. Probably a loss. At Green Bay. L- loss. So you got them basically. Maybe they got four winning, wins. Maybe I, I, four games. I'm with four, you. Five out, out of that list, I could see maybe three four. or four. Yeah. Three or four. Yeah. Yeah. And they were supposed to win seven for some people this year and, and be one of the most improved teams in the league. 
So I, I just don't see it. And honestly, I don't see it because of Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is the I, common I don't think denominator. You totally put the blame on him. I mean, God bless Justin. I, Fields. I, I kind of. I, I don't think you could totally put the blame. Their on defense him. ain't great. Their defense uh, is not good at all. But I think they had some questionable moves in the offseason, too. If there's one person, I thought their their moves in the offseason went unquestioned. Oh, we did so good. We got a tackle for Fields. Oh, we did so good. We gave Cole Kometic an extension. Oh, we brought in DJ Moore. Oh, it's going to look good with Mooney I, I and Claypool. I don't think the DJ Moore pickup was bad for them. In fact, I'd love to have him on the Lions. We love Roshan Johnson. He's going to be good. I actually think Roshan Johnson's going to be a little overrated. Think, but anyway, uh, they they got the guy from Carolina that gashed the Lions last year. So don't uh, don't uh, wish your girlfriend was hot like me. Well, we'll see what happens. Don't I'm already sick of Bears talk. I'm going to throw. Moving up. on. Moving on. Do we want to preview Thursday night? Yeah. Let's preview Thursday night, and then we'll quickly hop into uh, hockey and college. Uh, I think I'd like to. We got what five, five, and five here. Yeah, I think we got time. Let's do it, Bruce. What are we at? What's the clock at? We uh, are at fifty-three minutes. The clock. We, we is got at, we got twenty minutes. Let's to work here. Plenty of time. Uh, Thursday night football. The Giants. This one's not going to take long. The Giants are heading to San Francisco to play the 49ers. And I've got news for you. Uncle Sam has talked so much shit about Brock Purdy and so much shit about the 49ers offense. I would love for you to come out here spread? with your Coke can wiener in your hand and tell everybody that on Thursday night football in San Francisco, the Giants are going to beat the 49ers. What's the spread? I'm looking for it. Can I guess it? Sure. Guess. You want to guess? Nine. San Francisco minus eight and a half. San Francisco minus eight and a half. It is San Francisco minus 10. Wow. Over under 44 and a half. Wow. This is going to surprise some people, but... (laughs) (laughs) I am going to take the New York Giants to cover that. 10. That's not surprising anybody. I'm going to take the Giants to cover that ten. I thought they had a gutty performance last week, and I and I got a feeling they're going to do it again. You know what else is inside guts is shit, and I think that's I Their think gutty that's, performance. That's Mike. how they're looking without Saquon because you can do it against the Cardinals defense, which is kind of lackluster. Danny Dimes. Do you think Matt Breida is going to lead them to the promised land I, this weekend? I, I believe Matt Breida will do the, enough to keep Danny Dimes upright. The the big thing, the big thing is likely it's it's Giants offense versus Niner defense. <laughs> it's good. And and I just don't – without Saquon, I think it's going to be really, really tough for them to muster. And these Thursday night games are always dookie. Dookie. So I think this is a, a dookie on the slate as per usual. Um, that is a big number, though. Minus 10 is a big number. Yeah, that's a big number. And, I'm, I'm and take, even I'm still, taking them to cover. That was a big number last week for Minnesota. What was it, six and a half? And, and, they, and they hit it on the back door at the end. Like, there's been a lot of backdoor covers in, uh-huh. in the last two weeks. Yeah, kick a field goal with fucking three seconds left. I think minus 10 is a lot. I, I just, I'm my, my gut. Did, did you guys hear the rumor that oh, okay, possibly there was some NFL running backs Faking injuries just to prove a point. Anybody hear that? 
Can we can we do one? You're like a fucking. I mean, we're sitting here trying to pick the game, and then you just drop this bomb. Hold on. Nin- <laughs> Niners minus ten. Hold on. I'll, and I'll and and the under and the under nine or ten. I think you under. you especially are quick to forget what we watched happen week one to the New York Giants when they played the second best defense in the NFL, which was the Dallas Cowboys with their best player, who is Saquon Barkley. The defense of the Dallas Cowboys is better than the Niners. Guess what? You want to split hairs? Split hairs. I think the 49ers are just a bit better, and I think the exact same thing is going to happen Offensively, to the Offensively, they're better, but and not defensively. Especially without Barkley. Regardless, regardless, San Francisco. Did you guys see this the stadium bowl the other day by, on Saturday? Did you see SoFi's bowl on Saturday? Oh, it was, it was all, all red. All red. All red. All red. Um, it's the Niners at home in their home opener. Yeah. On um, Monday night, football. in their home opener, in a year where their football. fans are expecting the same things as Chiefs and Eagles fans this year, they're expecting to be in the Super Bowl. They're healthy. They're two and zero, and the Giants. Okay, you want to say Dallas's defense is better? Fine. The Giants are worse right now than they were two weeks ago because Saquon is gone, and they're on the road. So I, I, I could see a scenario where they keep it close. I love Brian Dable. I think they're going to emulate their coach's toughness. I just don't think the firepower is there for them to, to cover that minus 10. I, I got covered in the 10. I'm going it's to. big number. I'm telling you both right now, I'm placing this bet that the final score of this game will be 35 to 6. In That's favor an under, of San Francisco. Me. That's an under. I'm going to take San Francisco minus 10, and I'm going to take the under. And there's, I don't think there's, one, I don't think the Giants score a touchdown in this game. Two, I don't think, I think it's from the go. It's going to be the Christian McCaffrey show. And New York, they're, they're going to look like they did it. What makes you think that they're just going to figure it out? They came back last week against Arizona. They had to come back against Arizona. You're like Joe Biden just screaming out loud. I mean, because you just say some shit in what? Fucking world, do, the, uh, do you? I got him to cover. I got awful. cover and attack. That is awful. People are out here listening you to you. You can say whatever you There's want. There's this one guy on Facebook who takes all of your picks. Seven thousand dollars on a three-second field goal. God bless. God bless. Anyways, moving on. Mike Babcock, Zolo, you want to introduce us to this one? Mike Babcock is the coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Was. We want to get Was. your take on this. Have you heard about this or no? No, I want to get your take on. Okay, it. go ahead. It's introduce. It. He 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 brought this up a couple days ago. He's like, remind me. We just couldn't fit it in on Monday, but the gist is uh, now former Columbus Blue Jackets head coach Mike Babcock, formerly of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and then before that, formerly of the Detroit Red Wings. And if you remember, he wasn't fired here. And looking back on it now, I think they left a lot of games on the table with him as the coach. Anyways, he took over for Columbus after his buyout was up in Toronto. He took a couple years off, was coaching college hockey in Saskatchewan. And Columbus has one of the best up-and-coming young rosters. They've had a couple good drafts in a row, big free agent period. And a lot of people were high on the Jackets this year, and they and they signed him to be their head coach, and, and people were into that. And this offseason, I think recently, in the last month or two, he was uh, introducing himself to some of his players and there's a scenario yes there's a scenario where he asks his players to come into his office and he says you know show me what's on your phone show me what's on your cell phone i want i want to see 
And the 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 main example was the Captain Boone Jenner. He's the captain of the team. He's a middle-aged guy. He's married with kids. And um, that's what was cited on Spit and Chicklets, which is an outstanding hockey podcast, by the way. These guys broke this. They said apparently Bab – and they're, they hate Mike Babcock. I, I should preface with that. Apparently Babcock is making guys put pictures of their texts and their pictures – on the screen sharing on the screen in his office. So the captain came out. They released a joint statement about a week ago. Mike Babcock and Boone What's Jenner. going through all their social medias? No, no, all the no pictures. their pictures on their phones. So, like, oh, okay. the pictures they take of their dongs. Well, they shouldn't be and doing that. Put it, why aren't Where, you allowed to take a picture of your own dick on your phone? Well, because you know what? Uh, Brett Favre got in some trouble for that. No, he sent it to somebody. No, he forced it down a reporter's throat. If I take a picture throat. of my dick with my phone, that's for me. So, well, hold on. Let me let me finish the story. Uh, the captain and, and Babcock came out with a joint statement. Babcock said, I'm, I'm disappointed that it's being portrayed that way. And the captain agreed. He goes, it's something that's blown out of proportion. The captain made it seem like, you know, he showed me his family and I showed him pictures of my family. Well, Columbus and the league investigated it a little further. And it turns out um, the younger guys were ass. And they went back to Toronto and asked players in Toronto from where he used to coach. But the younger guys on the team were asked, and they're like, no, no, no. It was way fucking worse than that. He was looking at dick pics, and he was going through our texts, and he was going through pictures of, of girls sending us tits and all that. And before the investigation could conclude on Sunday, it was right after the Lions lost, but on Sunday, Mike Babcock, before he even coached a game for the Columbus Blue Jackets, resigned. And... Um, Number one, Sam and I wanted to get your take on it. And number two, let, we could have fun with this. Is there any NFL coach that you guys think would do this? Pete Carroll. Yeah. Pete Carroll. Wait, hold on. I don't. No, I, sure I actually, Pete, I actually I, don't I, think I disagree it's Pete totally. Pete Carroll's rah rah. He'll I don't be. think it's Pete Carroll. I think this Pete this was Carroll a total. Give a fuck what's on your. Matt phone. Patricia would have pulled this. Matt shit. Patricia would yeah. have pulled yeah. shit like, like him. this. Matt Belichick. Patricia. Matt no. Patricia would want to see the no, not Bilicek. Patricia no, would want to see the dong. Belichick would have someone else do it for him. Yeah, exactly. He'd have a staffer do it for him. Correct. Matt Patricia would sit there and oogle the dog. Josh McDaniels do it. I could see Josh McDaniels do it. Josh McDaniels. I will say this. Uh, I think he stepped over the line. I would have told him to go fuck himself. That's what I was thinking to myself. If he's I'd have been like, it's none of your fucking business. So keep in mind, these are 18, 19, 20-year-old kids. Hold on. I'm just just giving the context. Fuck you. I'm giving the context of why there wasn't a go fuck yourself. This guy's in control of who makes his team or not. And these are kids, a lot of them fresh out of college or whatever. They're not ready to stand up to someone. The other batch are foreign, so they might not even know what's going on. They could be from Russia or or Sweden. I dare him to go up to one of those guys. So those guys are all tatted up. They've been in prison. So the whole point. <laughs> is the whole point is the the younger kids are the ones that had to whistleblow like on this you want one. to see me phone yeah <laughs> how about i cut your fucking throat i there's something there's something off about how old is mike babcock do we know he's close to 60 there's something off whatever you, you know what the guy's he's 60 okay. there's something off about a dude who wants to go through a bunch of, of late teen, early 20-year-old's phones I, I'm to sure, look at the titty pics that well, their girlfriend sent sure them and pictures of their dogs. We, we can't say what his intentions were. I don't, I don't, is he married? Yeah, Mike he's, Babcock, he's, yes. He's, he's married. Married? Yeah. married? married with well, maybe kids. at this point in his life, because this is when uh, Bruce Jenner <laughs> started to get a little weird, maybe he just wants to see some cack. Okay, I, so I don't, I don't know. So are you on, are you on record right now saying that Mike Babcock did this as a move to preface that he's transitioning? Well, you never know. Mike Maybe Babcock eats He might be cat. transitioning. I have a follow-up question for you. Will you bark sure. like the dog pound yet? No, 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 no. no barking. 
Go barking. They're one but, and one. They're one but and one. I, I, I will say this. It's none of his business. The guy's been around. It's not like he's somebody new. And I will say this. I, I'm not trying to bash on hockey coaches or anything, but a lot of those dudes, and, and I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to come off or gay. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say the word, but gay. And they like to get the younger guys in there and have them all sweaty, and and you know that's what they get into. I, I've oh, seen a lot of reports, wow. especially in uh, minor leagues of hockey. About you wouldn't have had to hit the mute button on time for that, I, would nope. you? Have, okay. So anyway, I, I, I wasn't trying to offend anyone, but that's how it is in hockey. So you got to be careful because you never know. He might be behind you. <laughs> oh wow! Did Anyways. I say something wrong? No, nothing. Oh, you're good. No, just keep it. Keep the train rolling. Anyways, I, I disagree on Pete Carroll. By the way, I don't think I think his player, most of his players. I feel him. like Pete Carroll would be the guy to play. Like, no, see, they like all the young What's guys the coming in. Love Pete Carroll. He's a rah rah guy. But when it comes for them to get paid, then he just tells them this. That's not and his sends job. Sends them on their fucking that's way. That's Schneider's job. What's that's the GM's what's, job? What's the game where everybody sits in the circle with the Triscuit? Duck, duck, goose. Is that is that uh, limp biscuit? Limp biscuit. Yeah. I feel like there's Pete a name Car- for it. Pete game. Carroll and the rookies all get together and play limp biscuit. Yeah, and he's slapping the gum. Yeah, he's slapping each other. Slapping each other's chewing, ass cheeks. Chewing the gum like yeah. this. With his meat in his hand. And he, oh, did you see? You the, go first, Charbonnet. Whatever. Did you see the um? The montage of Geno Smith grabbing everyone's ass when he hugs them. No, please send it. Geno Smith supposedly every time he goes to hug one of his guys, he goes one arm up. Hey, and then one. Yeah, hand why he got backs. punched in the eye and with uh, in the Jets? Maybe. Who was it? The defensive guy that punched him in the eye? What did he check someone's oil on the on the Jets? Ah. Uh, anyway. Listen, why don't we why don't we save college? Let's save college. To give it the time it deserves. Yeah. We'll we'll blow through the we'll blow through the Sunday whenever we're next, we'll blow through the Sunday slate pretty good. Yeah. We'll give it the time I, it I, deserves. I, I want to say a couple things about Mel Tucker before we quit. Yeah. I, I need you to issue a formal apology to why? anybody you may have offended. I already did. Well, no, it needs to be a formal. I did apologize. For, for the I Mel Tucker apologized. conversation or for the hockey conversation? Uh, for the Mel, I want you to include uh, for Mel the, Tucker. For the word I said, I meant to say gay, and I said the other word. And I know it's kind of a slur, so I apologize for it. I didn't mean it. And Mel Tucker. Why? I All I said about Mel Tucker was this. I would like you to also apologize I, to I Brock Purdy. I believe Mel Tucker <laughs> did have a relationship. I believe that. This is a money grab, and it was done on purpose. And I think the university was involved in it also. That's my opinion. Everybody can say what they want, but for a university to fire the man before the process is even done, that's tight. One that's thing tight. One thing we know for certain is that when $80 million are on the line, which they yeah, were well, for him, no, no matter the outcome, no matter correct, one way, correct. what happened, what didn't happen— we knew it was going to get messy, and we knew he was going to come out firing, and he's come out firing. Yes, he is not laying down, so, and I don't blame him. So there's a, a really prominent theory with people in the know, like my Spartan friends in the know and people in the know at the university. There's a very strong theory right now that the reason they didn't wait until October is because a lot of other shit's going to come out. And it's not just regarding it's not just regarding Brenda Tracy. There's There's a lot more— Mel Tucker debauchery that's going to come out 
Okay. And, and that's why they made the move when they did, because just on the Is this on why the he's surface, asked for the leave of absence uh, on a medical issue? He asked for a leave of absence talking about a serious medical issue. He said that in his first statement, which right. came out this, I think, last week. He said, oh, no, that was the statement the beginning this, of this week. week. That was his statement this week yeah. after he got fired. Um, may, maybe. I don't know. I just know that it's the, to make matters worse is that complete annihilation and egg that they laid on Saturday against Washington. Washington's a very good team. Michael Penix has been ripping Michigan State apart for four or five years now. Um, but the the yeah, egg he's a that career was college laid, quarterback. People are trying not to blame. Oh, Mel Tucker didn't co- don't blame. No, Mel Tucker is totally to blame because that's his program. He left that program in the standing that it is. That's eighty million dollars or nine, whatever it was, uh, ten year, ninety five million dollar contract. He was supposed to sign these kids. He was supposed to get these kids prepped and ready. He was supposed to get these kids in good game shape. He was supposed to get these kids pro ready. And when you sign a coach, they've regressed. They had one good year against Michigan. They started, they had a bad year, the COVID year. They had one good year, and he beat Michigan, and they they won their bowl game, their New Year's Six bowl game. And then it's just gone completely downhill ever since then. It just keeps going and rolling, just culminating with this. And it's just not a good... It's not good for I, Mel Tucker I will, I will right now. I say this. Uh, his coordinators are absolute dog shit. That's his coordinators thing. are horrible. And that's another and, thing. And they need to get an experienced coach in there, somebody with a reputation, and have him change his program. Whether, whether it's somebody from the MAC or wherever, they need to get a serious coach in there that, that's ready to work and ready to do the work with these kids. If, I, I just think it's terrible. If we had time, I wanted to get to potential Mel Tucker replacements because there's actually a yeah. strong list. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do in this era. Um, I don't know what they're going to do in this era of, like, NIL because Michigan State just hasn't gotten a lot right. But one of the, you, you nailed something on his assistance. One of the reasons – I'll never forget uh, uh, someone I know that's obsessed with Spartan football goes, one of the reasons this is going to work – is because they gave him a lot of money for his assistant pool. And Correct. and his assistants are doo-doo. They are absolute yeah, dog shit. Yeah, they have shit. not proven anything. And you've just seen some of that in this last game. A good example. They got pounded. A good example is Peyton Thorne. I don't know if they're still undefeated, but Peyton Thorne has looked very serviceable at Auburn. And Mel Tucker was leading a three-horse race at quarterback this, this spring. And uh, and then another big one is is what Keon Coleman's done at Florida State. He's looked like a top five receiver in college football and a potential first round draft pick. He was thinking, I gotta get the fuck out of East Lansing. And if yeah. Mel Tucker was such a good dude and good to these kids, and if things were trending in the right direction, of course there's hindsight and they foresaw what was coming on the field, not what was coming with Mel Tucker, because I'm I'm sure a lot of them didn't know so, that. So so you think that the school is gonna issue out more? Than just what everybody's heard. Yeah, I think more is going to come out in the investigation. Yeah, a hundred percent. And okay. I think it's not just going to have to do with just Brenda Tracy. I think it's going to do with how Mel Tucker jumped right in with both feet to that culture that Michigan State's been trying to shed. And I think that there's a bigger picture for them because because 
they knew they, they're, they're, there's a mess. There's a huge mess on the horizon, okay? And they know that. They knew that no matter what happened, short of Mel Tucker coming back, which would have led a mess to, with the alums and the students, that would have led to a mess there. But they knew if they fired him, no matter when it happened, it was going to be a mess. The biggest mess that could be created was we're going to fire you two weeks or three weeks before that hearing. And it's because they know something. It's because in their investigation, okay. they know what's going on. All they have on on him so far that you know of that that that, that you we know, know of that we know that everybody knows of. that you know of that we don't know what they knows. know. We exactly. don't know what they we know. don't know what they know. But if it's that, when does this process start? The hearing is October during their 5th? bye week. It's the it's the weekend of their bye week, which is October third or fourth or okay. fifth or something like that. October. I thought it was October fifth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so when it comes out, then they're gonna just let everything out then. And then let no, everybody know what happened. It'll, you know. Some, some stuff I, will I mean, happen. why are we doing this? We already know what it is. It's a big fight over fucking $70 million. We're, we're not stupid here. It, it could be. I, I, again, I don't disagree. I'm sure there's Spartan fans that are partially relieved that they're able to move on from this guy. I'm sure, I'm sure there's more to it than just off the field. But I think the bigger picture is no matter what. No matter what happened, in the initial investigation, he admitted that he was beating his meat over the phone to someone you know that's an agent. Regardless, meaning, dude. Regardless, I told you that I believe they had a relationship. Doesn't matter what it, you it believe. It doesn't matter, and it also doesn't matter. I and I don't disagree with this. It also yeah. doesn't matter that number one that they had a relationship, and number two that it might not be a Title IX issue or the university's business. It might not it's be. Not. It's it's the Spartan fan base and the Spartan alumni. And, and the students and the university and, and the faculty and everybody not wanting to be represented by someone that makes them think of that era of the last oh, 10 God. years and everything That's that they've been through. Scumbag he's, era. He's not, he's not that fucking weirdo doctor that was there. Yes, he's but it not brings, that. But he's he's not, that, but, but it opens the say, wounds. For anybody to say that this guy, because he was having... A relationship you're, with somebody you're missing over the, the phone, mark. You are completely the... missing the mark. I'm not missing the mark. Yes, you are. I understand We're not it. saying he's Larry Nasser. We're I saying that. Larry Nasser created a stigma about the school. I, I get it. And when you that... bring negative publicity, it reopens they, that. They want I, I understand that. Go I ahead. understand that. Go but ahead. everybody needs to just fucking buck up, pull their pants up, and be a man. And stop acting like little fucking kids. All right? Listen, the guy was on his time with his phone. And it's nobody else's fucking business but him and the girl Doesn't on the other end of that line the who school. was liking everything. So can I so, uh, why does why has it got to be a public fucking hearing about it? Because he's, he's representing pub, he's, the school. He's, he's a paid, public figure. He's a, he wasn't no, no, at fucking on, 11 o'clock at public, night. Matter. He's a public the employee. The he's the second, he's the second highest paid public official in the state of Michigan. He's a public employee. So is Hunter Biden. Is he really? Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Regardless, it goes, it goes, it goes Jim Harbaugh. It goes Jim Harbaugh. Initially, initially it was Mel Tucker, then Jim Harbaugh, but it goes Jim Harbaugh, Mel Tucker now. And he's a public person. Hunter's making videos. And a lot of your mindset is predicated on the fact that it was, that he did have a relationship with her and it was consensual. What if that's complete? Like, what if, what if all this information comes out and she's and and it's really right, damning yeah. how, against? How that? are you going to prove they don't have a relationship? Maybe, she, maybe how? there's evidence that she can how? prove that. Unless they turn over some text messages. Yeah, well, they have that they have that his phone is public. Yeah. His phone is public. They have the text messages. Right. They have that. And she was all in 
on the ones that I but, see. But you don't know that she the, the bigger picture. I'm yeah. I'm just I'm not even being devil's advocate. I'm just saying yeah. your arguments like the pin comes out, and I don't disagree with you. It could have been consensual, but yeah. the pin could completely come out if it's proven that on her end. It was not consensual. I thought I was working for this guy and trying to help his football team, which is how her relationship is with every yeah, other was, coach in America. Like, is. That was like a fucking year before this even happened. That she worked. She only worked. She only came in and did one thing. Can they had they, their their relationship you, evolved. I, like because right. Jim Harbaugh's brought That's her back. Jim Harbaugh's brought her back on multiple occasions. Most college yeah. programs bring her in. She's right. worked for all programs at this point, or at least all the big ones. They bring her in to say, "Listen, don't fucking do this." And yeah. he's and he he was the one stupid enough to get well, caught I, with his hand I, in the fucking me, I, I jar. get that, but I, what my whole point of this is this, okay? They have a fucking relationship. Oh my they, god! They're dude. both fuck. okay. We gotta stop it's talking consensual. about this. <laughs> it's just going around in circles, dude. Oh, what the just fuck? Going Can I circles, finish, dude? Can I finish? You've said the same so, thing eight times. Well, I don't see how any of that was anybody's business. Because he's a public official representing it's, Michigan State it's University. It's the fan base's business. Twenty-four hours a day. It's the fan base's okay. business because they've been trying to. And our shed... governor, Bruce Jenner, he he does. <sighs> Anyways, he's done that's shit it. We're too. done. We're done. We're gonna pull what the are you plug on this. About? We're gonna pull the plug on this because you're just you're 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 making a whole mockery of the entire thing. We'd like to take this time to announce that we're going to live stream the hearings, and Uncle Sam and I are going to be wearing suits and dice <laughs> and dissecting <laughs> and dissecting the Title IX hearing in two weeks. We're gonna go live for that. All I need in is a half an hour of both minutes. of them. I'll tell you who's lying. Listen to me. <laughs> At the minutes. end of the day, I need to see you standing I, I next to each other. I need a half hour of both of them. I'll tell you and which I one's lying. I don't line. need a follow up on this. I don't. Judge Uncle. I don't. Okay. I appreciate the antics here, but at the end of the Ain't day, no antics. Just at the end of the day, you know exactly what we're saying. Okay. You can't put yourself. I get in it. This situation. I get it. Hello. That's it. You could defend him. I don't. The I don't agree call. with it. And but even, I get it. And even if you do put your in in the scenario where someone is dumb enough to put yourself in that position, you really can't put yourself in that position at Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan State. Thank you. Anyways. I think that is a perfect place to end. <laughs> He's got so much to say. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. Make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, check out our YouTube and remember to click subscribe. Thank you so much for listening to us. Please come back and you will hear from us on Friday. And we'll talk real college football too when that happens.